everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Lazy Boy Podcast. If you're new here, I'd just like to say thank you for tuning in. And for my previous listeners, thank you for your continual support. Make sure to go follow and share the podcast on Instagram at the.lazyboypodcast to keep up to date with some future episodes and engage with some more content that I use here on the show. Also, at the end of every show, your feedback is greatly appreciated. Let's get to it. I'm back with my boy Steve, aka Local Scammer. Yo, what's And uh, today we're going to be talking about some questions that women have that they want us as guys to answer. So we're going to dive into that for all you, all you women, you know. First one being, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna answer the question, and then you can answer it too, and then we can discuss it. You know how it be. Uh, but the first one is, why do guys ghost so much? Uh, so we did this before, but. I don't think we ghost a lot, to be honest. I just think once a guy knows what he wants, or if he doesn't really fuck with you like that, then he's just not gonna message you as often, or if you're boring. So a lot of guys are not really ghosting, you're just boring as a girl to talk to. And I'm telling you right now, that's a big, it's a very big factor when it comes to like getting a guy. If y'all don't know how to talk and you're always like, oh, this guy never hits me up or stuff like that, you probably most likely deserve to get quote-unquote ghosted because like you're not a proper you don't know how to have a conversation with somebody what do you think steve um my opinion honestly i feel like maybe some people do just because they don't know how to like actually end the conversation and everything like that because some people like okay if a guy is talking to a girl and everything like conversation isn't really going anywhere it's kind of like Okay, what's the point of me continuing it? And they don't want to force a conversation when they know like it's not being felt on both sides. Yeah. Maybe they don't know how to like say it because they don't want to hurt feelings or anything. But my guess would be that's why they do it. I can't really speak for them. So that's one thing, man. A lot of guys don't don't want to be rude by saying, "Oh, you're not fun to talk." So they just they just stop talking to you in general, and they expect you as a girl to be like, "Okay, it's whatever." Because honestly, we do the same. If a girl stops talking to me. I'm just like, okay, whatever, and then move on to the next. It's not like I'm going to be thinking about, oh, damn, this girl really ghosted me, she ain't me thinking about me, all that shit, and that's just how guys think, and I think that's how some of them expect you women to think in that kind of sense. I mean, I've been ghosted before, but I haven't really taken it to heart, to be honest. It's just like, look, it is what it is. I haven't necessarily ghosted anybody before, but it's like, if the conversation doesn't continue... I'm not gonna force anything in that situation. Exactly, that's, that's man. You're not gonna force nothing. We, we as guys, we don't like to we don't like to force too much. Uh, now the second question: Does what a woman wear measure their vulnerability to sexual predators? Um, no, it, it doesn't. Uh, sexual predators are always gonna be sexual predators. Now the one thing you guys have to realize is these guys are most of these are caused by early events in childhood. So. I would say early traumatic events that they've been through. So someone being a sexual predator, that's just their own fucked up mindset. But it's always caused from something. Like it's everything is caused from something. So what a girl wears towards a sexual predator, I don't think it would matter because they're not going to see you in a skirt or in a big ass like jeans and be like, oh, damn, 
you know, she got big ass jeans. But I feel like sometimes what you wear is a lever for them to be like, where should I either sexually attack someone and stuff like that? So per se, you may wear like a short skirt or even like a bikini or something and they, they would like, their mindset would be to do something within a close vicinity rather than if you're like fully dressed and your outfit is hard to like take off, then they per se might take you somewhere else or even engage you in conversation and then do something later on. What do you think, Baba? Um, in my opinion, it's yes and no. Like, firstly, let me say, regardless of what a woman wears, it doesn't mean that, like, you should go up to, like, harass or attack her in any situation. Because it's like, you like you don't have the fucking right to in the first place. Like, you're a sick fuck if you try to do that. But why I would say yes, um, if I'm looking in terms, like, of a sexual predator, for example, um, there was a, there was a, there's actually like a document, um, like a uh, documented interview with rapists in jail, and they were asked uh, some questions and they gave their thoughts on what they look for in women as targets, and if I remember clearly, they said, um, well, the first thing that they look for if they try to like, um, when they want to like assault potential victims is hairstyle mostly they go after women with ponytails buns braids or basically any hairstyle that can be grabbed um and women with short hair aren't really common targets but regardless of that that's still wrong two the second thing they look for is clothing um a lot of sexual predators will normally carry scissors on them they will look for uh women's clothing which is really like easy to remove quickly that's that's one thing that i know if i remember from that document so in that situation, I, 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 don't, I don't think it would be right for me to say that they are vulnerable, but the predators look at them as a vulnerable Yeah, they're more likely. They're, they're more likely to go for in that situation. But regardless of that fact, what a woman wears shouldn't be leeway or a gateway for you to say, okay, I'm going to go like sexually assault and harass her. Like it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't give you any fucking right to do that because like for example you can you can wear the most modest thing you can think of in the world you can wear a freaking corporate suit if you want you can wear a fucking i don't know like a church robe you can even wear the tightest jeans you've ever seen in your life from fucking zara like it still it still doesn't give anybody the right to go try and assault you just because they want to satisfy their fucked up desires so it's 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 yes and no yes because like from the viewpoint of the sexual predators and everything regardless of them not having the right to and at the same time no because like what a woman wears shouldn't really bother you or give well, you yeah. the intent to go attack her and say like yeah i want to do this but yeah yeah man but you ladies y'all gotta y'all gotta stay strapped up these days and it's a fucked up thing that we gotta say but y'all do really need to stay strapped up these days if you have a friend that you're close with you know, just take that friend, you know, let that friend, like, walk with you, like, just protect you, you know, for stuff like that. Um, I would say myself, but uh, under my certain situations right now, you know, man's got one leg, so it can't really do much. Uh, but um, y'all can bling my line. I'll have boys on deck, you know, ready to come, uh, ready to come whoop anybody ass. And let me say this. Um, 
men out there, bro. Protect your ladies, bro. Protect your women. Protect them, man. Protect your sisters, your mothers. Any, if you're in a situation where you see a woman is just being stressed or harassed, if you if you are able to jump in at that moment, please do protect every woman because the same way a woman protected you when you were born, you should do the same, bro. It should just be like it should be a fucking standard at this point, ladies. If you've ever been a victim of sexual assault or harassment, we stand with you. You are not defined by any of those traumatic events. We hope you heal and we hope you find the peace that you're looking for. You are loved and you are cherished regardless of whatever situation happened to you. And stay strapped up if you have to. Yes, sir. Stay strapped up. Buy some pepper spray. Even carry some scissors with you. You know, <laughs> them small scissors. Somebody try to play with you, just shank them. <laughs> I'll put a YouTube video on how to shank people later on, how to pepper spray people oh, properly, you know? Uh, I, the next question. If a girl doesn't want a relationship, why talk poorly about her? Now, uh, I don't know who y'all be dealing with, but like these are boys. Because no man would badmouth a lady who don't want a relationship, you know? Those are boys you keep dealing with. Those are like high school boys are the ones that dropped out of high school and just don't got nothing going for them. But if a girl don't want a relationship, all that I do, at least all I do, I just say, that's cool, you know? Um, thank you for letting me know. And then I move on, you know? There's... There's not one woman in this world. Yes, you might love that person or you might like that person a lot, but there's not one woman in the world, you know? There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And the same goes for guys, you know? If Shorty says you don't want a relationship, just move on to the next one, you know? On to the next. It's that simple. It's that simple. What do you, what do you, what do you got to say, Baba? Um, in my own opinion, um, it's kind of funny how, like, people can't handle rejection, but they can dish it out. Like some few reasons, in my own opinion, it's probably because they don't really like themselves and their opinion of themselves was just confirmed with like another outside source. It's like how, how a man thinks of himself and doesn't really like himself or he sees himself in a certain type of way, good or bad. If he's talking to a girl and a girl confirms um, the same viewpoint of how he sees himself, if it's a good confirmation, he takes it as, yeah, like, um, I'm handsome, I'm good, blah, blah, blah. If he doesn't like himself and the girl says, like, oh, I don't like you, I'm not feeling it, that confirms his, like, that is his outside source confirming that uh, the opinion he has of himself, like, is, is true. Like, he's not, quote-unquote, worth it. And it's normally people with, like, low self-esteem who can't take rejection because You're... it's, like, their personal fears and beliefs coming true in that situation. Because it's, like, when people are scared of something they normally project it onto other people. And if somebody is terrified of rejection, they can reject others before they themselves are rejected. Or they do it because they want to make themselves feel better because it wasn't them for once in that situation. Honestly, the situation is fucking sad. Like, people who deal with, like, rejection sensitivity, it's just... Like, it, it, I think because they, they experience... Um, a high rate of rejection, it impacts their lives to the point where it's like rejection is so fearful and everything. But at the same time, if a girl rejects you, you should not take that personally. If you're talking to a girl, okay, if she's like, if she, like a proper girl, proper woman, she's like, look, unfortunately, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. You don't like, you're not supposed to take that to heart, regardless of how you feel that situation. You be a man, you like a situation and say, yes, okay, sure. It was nice having this conversation with you. I wish you good luck on your end, man. Thank you for giving me the chance to talk to you and everything. You move on to the next. But 
Like, if, if someone were to come at you with disrespect and just say no, okay, like, you're trash, garbage, blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, that in that situation, that's not rejection. That's just disrespect. Because you did what you're supposed to do as a man and how you approach her and everything. But she came at you with disrespect. That's completely different. But again, handling rejection is, like, it shows a sense of maturity and just how proper and smart of your person. Or you shouldn't take everything serious in this life. Like, yes, life like you should live your life but don't don't take it serious don't don't let that hurt you or harm you to the extent where you say oh like because shorty rejected me i'm starting my villain origin story like i'm, I'm becoming like a, a fucking villain i'm ruining every my dog, my dog. <laughs> i'm ruining i'm ruining every everybody's happy relationship i see like if a if a person rejects you like you shouldn't you shouldn't take that to heart to the eventual and say because this happened to me i'm gonna dish it out to everyone else that i see like you shouldn't project that negative emotion onto other people when they don't deserve it. But like I said, um, a real, like a proper man will not take rejection to heart because he knows that for one, a relationship or the chance to um, engage in a relationship, it takes two sides. And if one side isn't feeling it, there's nothing you can do about it. You don't force the issue. You just move on and on to the next. That's, that's, that's it. Is there, and if you're a proper guy working on yourself, rejection wouldn't really phase you, man. Exactly. You need to learn to love yourself before you can go love other people. That's that's just the way it is. Because it's like getting a job, man. If you're rejected from one job, that's just opening the doors for another one, exactly, man. Exactly. Something didn't want you, another thing won't want you, man. You know? There's a lot of women that find you attractive. There's a lot of women that will love you. All you got to do is just find that one. You don't got to force no situation, you know? Right, bro, there is a time and season for everything. There's a exactly. time to die, a time to live, time to be happy. There's also a time to be rejected and be sad, but those times will pass. Don't let it, don't dwell on it. Dwelling on the past isn't going to get you anywhere. You look forward to the future. That's why they always say, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, backwards never. Um, backwards never, forward, forward ever. Forward ever, yeah, pretty much. That's it. It's a Nigerian slogan right there, man. Yep. Uh, another question we have is, how do we view the typical or traditional family structure where the guy makes money and the woman cleans and cooks? Um, for that... All I'm gonna say is, I don't even think it's it's a big deal these days. Some people do want to keep that traditional lifestyle. Some people want a new lifestyle where everybody's working and then everybody's like delegating responsibilities to who takes care of the kids. And as a guy, you just you should be able to cook. Like you should be able to cook. There should be nothing like there. Like you should you should be able to cook. Um, but the one thing that I've realized, I think a lot of women want a traditional man, but then be like a present woman almost i don't know if that makes sense so they want most of the guys to be like um pumping the time and don't get me wrong like that's all nice things to do but you guys have to understand that as we move in as a society we grow in every aspect of what we do so guys back then were probably um you know going to work uh coming back um they were mainly the breadwinners of the house and women were either cooking and stuff like that now, there was a reason for that. You know, there were not a lot of women opportunities to work, do all those things. So, a woman, she had to provide for a man at that time, you know. But now, it's like, women want the same thing, but then they just don't want to, like, take on the responsibilities of either being that person that cooks. And I'm not saying nobody should just stay at home and cook and do none of that. But, I mean, you can't expect a traditional man to stay a present woman. That's not how... That's not how things work. Like we're we're moving as a society in every way, and everyone is advancing. You know, I'm not gonna be doing the typical like, oh my, 
if my girl's in the, if my girl's driving her car, I'm not gonna get out and go pump her gas, because if she doesn't know how to pump her gas, and that's she's not always gonna be with me, you know, and I'm not at liberty to get out the car. Like if I'm nice, so like often I will, but if I don't want to get out the car and pump gas, like why do I have to get out the car and pump gas? Like that doesn't make no sense. That's just how I feel. Like some some women want something that's like want a man that's in the past but then want to keep themselves in the present, but then don't realize that the reason everybody was doing what they were doing in the past is just because of the way society was. And we've advanced as that, you know? So we can't keep it at the same way, but I don't really care about how the typical family structure is. If I'm working and my wife is working, I'm chill with that. If she wants to stay at home and I'm working, I'm chill with that. Either way, I know I'm going to be part of like whatever my child's doing and I'm going to do my best uh, to make sure that my child has a better per se life than I do. What do you think, bro? Um, in my situation, well, sorry, not situation, in my own terms, I mean, if a guy is, like, being a traditional man making money while the wife is at home, I mean, I don't really see anything wrong with that because, for one, it's their marriage. They decided that, okay, well, this is what they want to happen. Like, mm -hmm. some people say, um, uh, like, I want my husband to do this, like, Making money, but it also has to be like handy, pumping tires, building this and that. Sometimes they want above the builder, man. They want above the builder. Sometimes I look at it as I can have like a preference for the ideal build that I want for my partner, but at the same time, I'm not always gonna get that. Like I, I, I you could have this, this preconceived image or ideal of what you want your partner to be when you get with them and everything. But later on in life, like, I feel like you're going to have to realize that the the ideal partner that you want may not necessarily be be the person that you end up with in that situation. If my, like, if, if my wife decides, like, oh, she wants to be a stay-at-home uh, stay, uh, stay wife while I cook, that's fine. If my wife wants to work while I'm working, that is fine. Because at the end of the day, it's our marriage and we both get to decide how we want it to function and everything. Obviously, we're both still going to be in our children's lives and everything because that's the main point of marriage. It's a unity. It's a it's a it's a two-way a two-way communication. Like it takes two to tangle at that point. Um again, like for example, you like saying, "Oh, I want like a Bob the Builder husband and everything." Like you can definitely want that, but you may not get you may not get that. That's not to say that like I'm shunning you or um, trashing like what you want in your own man because that is your own like ideal preference and everything. But sometimes I feel like the preference that we have of the partners that we want, once we're actually in that moment, that situation, we find out that the sense of reality that we created in our head and what we want our partner to be, it gets shattered when the real world actually hits you. Like, when you go out, you see that society like isn't really what you think it is. You can't plan life. You can plan what you want uh, for your life, but you can't plan life. And I, what I mean is that you can have aspirations for what you want to do. You can achieve them, but later on in the future, life itself will take its own course and that will affect you in the long run because... That bitch going to slap you like a motherfucker. <laughs> because like, like nature just has to take its own course and everything. Like, I mean, as a kid, I said... Uh, what's it called? Oh, like I'm gonna fucking, I don't know, 
marry Beyonce or some shit like that. I grew up and I realized like, oh, like all of that, like life doesn't work that way because for one, I still got hope, man. <laughs> I still got hope because for one, I can't, I can't force life to give me everything that I want because there has to be a balance in, in all that stuff like that. If I, if I said I wanted my woman to be this and that, and I got her instantly, I don't think I would appreciate uh, the benefits of life and what it gives to me as a person, but. With that being said, still, if a man cook, oh, sorry, if a man goes out and makes money, his wife cleans and cooks at home. That is between them. I don't have any say in that. If they're happy, they're happy. If the wife is working or she wants to work, and they both agree on it, then it's completely fine. Because at the end of the day, I am not going to dictate somebody else's marriage because of my own views on what a marriage should be like. I mean, when I get married, I'm gonna be making money. I'm still gonna cook at home because I know how to cook. It's not like even without gender roles and all that stuff like that, even with gender roles too, I I would have the idea in the back of my head like, yo, I just want to help my wife too. Like, I'm I'm a nice person. If I see like I can offer my hand in a situation where somebody needs help, regardless of whether they can do it or not, I would still want to do it because that's just me. Like, it's good to help. A, it's, it's good to like lend a helping hand and stuff like that. So my wife is cooking alone. I mean, I can come in, help her cook and all that stuff like that. So it is what it is. That's the thing, man. You guys don't need to think of it as, like, roles, honestly, to be honest. Don't think of it as roles, but honestly, you guys are in a mutual relationship, so everything is, like, 100%, you know? If your wife is doing something, put 100% into helping her. If your husband is doing something, put 100% into helping him. It's not a 50-50 world, and I've seen people use that rhetoric before, where it's like, oh, a relationship should be 50-50 and shit like that. Nah, 100-100. Uh, whatever, whatever your husband is doing, if you want to get into what he's doing, put 100% effort into it. Whatever your wife is doing, put 100% effort into that. And you guys, honestly, y'all will blossom. If you're not at least doing your relationship for social media, you guys should blossom. Because that's, that's another, uh, conversation on Because a, ma a marriage is a commitment. That's what it is. That's why, that's why the point of vows exists, uh, for, uh, for better or worse, for rich or poor, et cetera, et cetera. You, you both put 100% into it because if you really love each other, you know you would do anything to see your partner succeed. That That's what it is. So like a marriage, is, is, it's a commitment. That, that's it. Is there a right, last question of the day? Uh, the feeling of being told big boys don't cry when we were younger and how it, it's affected us today. Uh, um, Honestly, a lot of... I feel like if you meet a guy that doesn't show emotion... It's brought up from his childhood. And I'm going to be honest, I'm probably like one of those guys because did I barely show emotions before? Yes. Do I show emotions now? A little bit. Uh, but it's a work in progress. But the thing is, once like when, when, when we're growing up, we're often told um, if we're beat up or something like that, don't cry. You're a big man. What are you crying for? You have no reason to cry. Uh, let me give you a reason to cry. You know, like shit like that. And to be honest, the more you grow, the more you're like, why the fuck am I crying? You know, like, why am I showing emotions for shit that don't deserve my emotions? Me, even the even like telling someone I love you, like that shit feels fucking weird till today. For me to tell someone, oh yeah, I love you or shit like that, I can write it to you because you know you can write anything to anybody. But like, for me to say it to you, like, whoo, it's gonna take a lot out of me to say those words, man. But it's just I feel like. Honestly, it's it's all upbringing, depends on how you're brought up and uh, stuff like that. But it plays a big role in 
in a guy's life when he's told, oh, big boys don't cry, big boys don't show emotion and shit like that. Because they grow up to be that person that people don't want them to be. And everyone's like, oh, you guys don't show emotion. Like, yeah, we don't show emotions because of how we were raised, you know. There's all these things from childhood that come up and you're just like, yeah, you know what, it is what it is. Like, there are a lot of things in my life that it's sad, but then I just go, eh, it is what it is. Move on to the next. And that's just how it goes. What do you think, Steve? Um, being from an African African background, obviously, like, I was told that, oh, like, you're a guy, you're a big boy, you're not supposed to cry. But the, the, the thing is that regardless of being told that, it should be okay for boys to cry because... Like, like, I'll hear people say normalize this and that. I've, I've heard people say normalize letting boys cry. Men cry, women cry, animals cry. It's like, it's emotion. Emotion shouldn't, like, it It shouldn't be normalized. It's 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 a fucking part of you. Like, you shouldn't be forced to, to, to hide your emotion or act a certain way. Because of the, the stigma, like the stigma of masculinity saying that, oh, you have to be this as a man. You have to do this as a man. You were kind of put into this box where you have to you have to subdue your conscious and emotion just so you can look a certain way or portray a certain type of character or aesthetic to the outside world. Like it should be it, it should be okay for big boys to cry. Like society oppresses like boys and men when it comes to emotional expression. And like it can't affect their future because in a world like this world, it's a world full of judgment with superficial definitions of strength. And it like it should be okay to let boys cry because for one, again that is just emotion. Like as a baby, when you come out of your mother, you cry. When you stub your toe on the edge of, of the bed or the corner uh, of a chair, you cry. When you're heartbroken in a relationship, you cry. Those are all human emotions. I like unless you have like even even sociopaths cry. Like sociopaths, they may not understand. The definition of emotion but they have emotions and they let it out sometimes too it should be okay for men to cry because regardless of what's going to happen you just have to let all that out if you're angry and you have and you, and you feel the need to cry let it out because if you keep all of that negative energy inside you you're poisoning yourself you're putting yourself in a deeper hole that's just gonna drag you down to the point where you might not be the same person you were and hyper masculinity is just so it's just so put out there like you have to display this machismo character to 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 be looked at and identified as a man or to get a woman like just be yourself if you need to cry if you have to cry and if you must cry just do it because at the end of the day like you are still a human being you have emotions it is human emotion jesus cried on the cross bro he cried I'm pretty sure even the devil cries too. Everybody cries. Every living thing on this planet cries for a reason. Like it, it's, I, I just find it really, really insensitive when somebody is told that, oh, you're a man, you shouldn't cry. Like, um, what's that scene in uh, Paid in Full? I can't remember. When Cameron told, um, I haven't even watched that, but um, it's a good film by the way. You should check it out. I can't remember the dude's name, but Cameron, um, his boy was in the hospital and everything. And I think he was, he was basically kind of crying. And Cameron told him, uh, nigga, you tough, right? And like, when somebody says that, it's like them trying to, what's the word I'm looking for? It's them basically trying to determine what your character should be. Just be who you are for like, for, for your sake. Like 
you should think you should do everything you want as an individual don't think in terms of collective don't don't think because oh if they see me crying um they're gonna think of me different oh if the guy see me crying or the girl see me crying they're gonna look at me as weak look everybody is weak at some point everybody's strong at some point um excuse that um if you heard that in the background sorry but everybody everybody cries at some point it's just human emotion and that should be normalized I just want to thank you guys for listening and making it all the way to the end of the show. Make sure to go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Also, please make sure to subscribe on there. Make sure to also follow me on IG at the Lazyboy Podcast. Um, I hope we answered most of the question that you women had for us men. Um, now, all these answers that we're giving are what we believe we hold other men to. So it's very subjective, but it depends on, you know, the guys you talk to and stuff like that. But still, we hope that we're able to answer all your questions. And I want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure to go follow Steve on IG at Steve Adicola. I believe that is his name. And I'm going to see you guys next week. Bye-bye.